Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Episode 20? We did it! Wow. Is 20 a milestone in the podcast universe? Probably. We probably get a watch or something. I hope so. A nice gold watch. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. Welcome to episode 20 of Top Ranking Podcast. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Garner, I think that we both had pretty good weekends last weekend. I'm not sure which one of us had the better of the two. Mm, I kind of think maybe, uh, well, mine was pretty good because I did win the Office 50-50. We've been doing this for the past few weeks now where every Friday morning, one of the sales guys comes around and sells 50-50 tickets and I bought in big. I went in $10, Bryce. 10 bucks? 10 bucks and I won... 111. Oh, that's pretty good. Plus, I got a $20 gift card for A&W that I'm going to go there by myself, and I'm going to eat $20 worth of food that's, alone. That's funny because, yeah, everyone else in your house has is celiac. Celiac, so they can't have gluten. So Maybe I'll take them with me, and they can all watch <laughs> <laughs> as I eat prison style. I'll just wrap my arm around my tray. And just constantly go to mmm. So good. These teen burgers are dynamite. All this gluten. It's so delicious. Delicious gluten. The Office 50-50 is strange because on one hand, I wonder, like, how big are these jackpots going to be? They've been roughly 100 bucks, 150 bucks in that neighborhood. But when the guy comes around, he comes around and he's like, 50-50 for the mustard seed. Which so, is a, a a shelter. Yeah. And so, like, it's a fine charity. But he kind of throws it in my face when I'm like, no. Yeah, he makes you feel bad about it. Yeah, I do feel bad because I do not buy into these things. You know how you alleviate that feeling of uh, feeling bad, Bryce? Is buying a $1 ticket. (laughs) I never have the coins on me on when he's coming around with the the can. Hmm. So I always feel like an idiot. And then I'm like, no. Then I feel bad immediately. I haven't spent my $111 yet trying to figure out what to get myself. Mm. Probably something pretty nice. Yeah, just invest it. What about your weekend now? Your weekend... It actually, it might have been better than mine. Yeah. I don't want to brag, but uh, I rode in a helicopter. Except for what you told me about it. You called it a whirly bird. Yeah, the whirly bird. I ride in a lot of whirly birds. I was kissing the sky. You've never been in a helicopter before? No, never before. And it was a thing where we went to a park here in the city and we got to go up. It was only a 10-minute ride. Yeah. But we got to go up, fly around for 10 minutes. And then land again. But we had to do the move, even though it was just this little ride where you had to walk up to it and duck and hold your hat. Oh, man. But see, Bryce, that to me is one of the coolest things you can do is running to a helicopter in a crouched position. Yeah. It, was it just looks sweet. cool. I know. I wanted to do so many cool things that they wouldn't let me do. Oh, really? Case in point, I wanted to hang off the side whilst holding a gun. Oh, and they said no. They said no for some reason. What kind of BS helicopter operation are they running? Then I thought, well, when we get up in the air, how about I bring a basketball? We find a hoop, and I see if I can drain one from 3,000 feet in the air. They said no. They said no. Jeez. So, I mean, the ride itself was fine. Did uh, Did you get any stick time? No, they didn't let me drive either. Really? I want, I'm like, can we do a barrel roll? They said no. Huh. Did you practice auto rotations? 
No. Do you know what that is? No. It's where, it's where you kill the engine. Oh. And then you fall straight down, and the upward draft propels the rotor so that you can still land a helicopter. It's probably a pretty rough landing, but you can still land a helicopter with no power. Wow. That sounds like something I do not want to be in a helicopter it's for. It's horrible. I did it once. What? With, yeah. I went flying with the military one day here, the 408 Squadron. They took us up years ago. I've never been so sick in my life. But at one point, we I don't know how high we were, but the guys were like, okay, we're going to practice an auto rotation. And we just plummeted. I don't know how far we <laughs> fell, but it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. But much respect to those guys. They, I think they were trying to make us sick. The guy I was with, who is now our boss, he uh, he puked in a military helicopter. Ooh, that's embarrassing. That is shameful. Well, I feel pretty good because I did not throw up in the helicopter. But we also didn't plummet to nearly our deaths. Can we talk about your pilot's choice of clothing? Or are we allowed to? Sure. You thought helicopter pilot, she's probably going to be wearing a uniform of some kind. Yeah, the very most. like Because all everyone else that was working for the company was wearing kind of like a... Flight like, suit? Like a flight suit looking mm-hmm. smock type deal. I got in the pilot. She was just dressed for the weekend. She had like... <laughs> Just sweatpants oh, no. on, fuzzy boots, a sweater. Oh. She did have the cool helicopter pilot's helmet with that big, weird oh. glass over the eyes. Those are the best. That was cool. If I was a helicopter pilot, I would never, even if it was my day off, I would always leave the house with my helicopter pilot helmet. And you know how there's just certain guys, they'll walk through the mall with their motorcycle helmet under their arm and say, hey, everybody, I ride a motorcycle. I'd one-up them be just carrying my helicopter pilot helmet under my arm. Yeah. People would know what I do for a living. What a conversation starter. It was pretty sweet. So we got up there, and she's like, okay, where would you like to go? Like, we can go over, fly over top your house or fly around downtown. And for a second, I'm like, yeah, let's fly over to my house. Then I'm like, what am I going to do, look at my roof? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure no one's breaking into it at that moment. What would you do if somebody was breaking in? Yeah, then what would you do? Just yell? Can you just put her down in the park across the street? <laughs> I got to go deal with some punks. Just yell. See, that's another where I would like a basketball so I can mm-hmm. drain the thug. That's what I would like. But it was pretty sweet. Riding in a helicopter. A whirly bird. Bryce, I think you won. Who had a better weekend? Yeah. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. Hey, Bryce, I was reading this story the other day. Okay. IKEA will soon allow you to rent furniture. Wait, rent furniture? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh? It's weird, too, because IKEA furniture, it's already a pretty good deal. Like, it's... Yeah, you're not breaking the bank to get yourself a bookcase. I feel like if you're renting IKEA furniture, it might be time to ask yourself questions like, uh, am I living my best life? And (laughs) maybe if this is your first apartment, you're just moving out. Yeah, perfect. But maybe once you cross a certain age demographic and you're still renting furniture from IKEA, eh, I don't know. You might want to think about a few things. That's a little weird. I don't know what the scenario would be. Like, maybe, yeah, you're moving out for the first time. Like, I don't envision a point where I'm hosting a dinner party, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't have a dining room table. Yeah, <laughs> I better go rent. Better oh, go no, rent one. I don't have any end tables. I better go get some lack tables, <laughs> but I need to finance those. <laughs> you need to finance those $40 tables. Uh, it's a know, little weird. There are certain things in your life, certain telltale signs that... 
perhaps you're not living your best life. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Oh, here we go. This may be offensive. Like if you're in your 40s and you talk, you refer to some people as your roommates, then maybe things aren't going according to plan for you. Yeah, I guess uh, at a certain point in your life, the roommate thing has to stop. And probably, yeah, your 40s is, it's a safe bet. You should be on your own. Or maybe you're in your 40s and uh, none of your friends your age want to hang out at the same bars and clubs you want to go to. That's probably a pretty good indication that perhaps you're not living your best life. Yeah. Maybe you're wearing shoes that just don't have laces anymore. Ooh. Only slip-ons. Yeah. (laughs) Fewer and fewer buttons on your clothing. Yeah. Yeah, this elastic waistband. This is good. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, just pants that can be worn anywhere that fit any size. There is no multi-purpose pant. There's really not. There really isn't. No. No, I mean, you look at track pants, sweatpants... They serve a purpose, and that purpose should not be, frankly, well, in public. Are you running track or are you sweating? You ask those questions. When you put your track pants on, you go, will I be running hurdles? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be involved in some steeplechase today? Yeah. Then put your track pants on. Or am I going to be sweating today? Then put your sweatpants on. Yeah. If you're going to a wedding reception wearing what you should be sweating in, eh, maybe things aren't going your way. Top Ranking Podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top Ranking. Oh, Bryce, did you used to drive a piece of crap? I did. I really did. I, I ran my first car into the ground. Like, literally? It was. It got to a point when I eventually got rid of it. Uh, I was. I traded it in to some, I don't want to say charity. It wasn't a charity. It was something where they took it off the road because the exhaust standards on this car uh-huh. don't match current days. So I was paid to just have this thing demolished and take it off the road. The only caveat was I had to drive it into the parking lot. It had to be in driving and I was sweating. What, that you might not even be able to drive it. Then. Yeah. The one condition is you just have to drive it into their parking lot. And I, was, I wasn't I was sure I was going to make it. Yeah, we, we started talking about this the other day. And everybody has a story of where we live. It We've been – this cold snap has gone on forever. And it's been particularly harsh. And we heard from a guy – I can't remember. I think his name was Chris – who called in and said that he's been driving all winter – with no heat in his truck. Right. He, he can't afford to have the heat fixed. It's like a thousand bucks for a new core for his heater. I don't know. To me, it sounds like something that should be $32 at Canadian Tire. And you just do it yourself in the parking lot. Yeah, it should be as easy as plugging in a hairdryer, but apparently it's not. And in a Canadian winter, eh, you kind of want some heat. Yeah, so we just started talking about the crappy vehicles you've had to drive in the past, or, or maybe you're still driving that car. A lot of the stories came from people's high school days. Like Garner, for the last year and a half of high school, my car had no reverse, but I always had enough friends with me that we could push it out of any parking stall. I have a brand new truck these days, but I still miss that crappy old Cavalier, but maybe I just miss my youth, Ron. Yes, Ron, you miss your youth. You do not miss that crappy car. Yeah, if your new car, if we took away the reverse option, it would probably get old real fast. Like immediately. Real quick. Uh, Garner and Bryce, in the mid-90s when I was in high school, I drove a 1978 Ford Econoline van. That thing was a beast, but it was absolutely bulletproof. It just kept going and going. I think I got the oil changed once in the two and a half years I drove it, and only because my dad paid for it. 
It was basically a cargo van. There were no seats in the back, but I collected a bunch of folding lawn chairs that I kept in the back, so there was always plenty of places for my friends to sit <laughs> while we were cruising. That's from Nate. I like that. Foldable lawn chairs yeah. as your back seat. What's the worst that could happen? I don't know. The 1978 Ford Econoline. There's a van you can't park next to a playground. <laughs> you got to be careful with the paint job on that bad you boy. You certainly do. Because it can cause red flag. It's Ooh. nice to hear that a lot of people's first cars, their high school cars, were clunkers. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that has gone away. You drive past a high school now, and they're all driving pretty nice cars. I have a couple of daughters that are both driving. One has her driver's license. And she drives... A car that is probably the car I eventually was able to buy in my 30s. Like, that, her car is that good. Yeah, and that ain't right. They yeah. should be forced. The rule should be between the ages of 16 and 20, you drive a Sunfire with a garbage bag for a window. Yeah, when you're doing your loser laps. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you... Had you ever heard that before? No, but I love it. Okay, so we were talking about do... Do punk-ass kids still just cruise Main Street? We don't have a Main Street. Well, there's no street called Main Street here. Yeah, they can't go sit in bars and taverns. So what do they do for fun? Loser laps. They just do laps of the main drag in town. Yeah, we used to do that when I lived in small town Saskatchewan as a kid. Cruise up and down Main Street. But we didn't call it the loser lap. Why would we do? Because then we'd be calling ourselves losers. Uh, Somebody texted, was it Janelle? And said that... um, her cousins lived in a small town, and they'd called it the up and down. Oh, oh let's go down to Main Street, you know, and see and do an up and down. Do the up and down. I do like the up and down as well. But then when they got tired of doing the up and down, they would just pull over to the side and watch others do the up and down. Man, what a life. Oh. What a life, that small town life. But I do like, cause I my first car, I think it was a 1985 Honda Prelude. Mm. Two-door I don't know how many cylinders it had. It seems like one. Probably. It was not a strong car, but there was a lot of problems with it. it for starters, it had those headlights that had to flip up. Oh, yeah. Which is cool in the summer. That's how you get the girls, flip up the headlights. Uh, but in the wintertime, when they freeze shut, then suddenly you're out there kicking your headlights to try and get them to go up. Driving around in the dark. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then the washer fluid lines would always freeze. Oh. Regardless if you had the proper, like, minus 45 fluid, it would still freeze. So I'd be driving down the highways in northern BC and northern Alberta, and I'd have to pull over every 20 minutes and hurl snowballs at my windshield to <laughs> wipe the gunk off. Heard from a couple of people who said that they were on ski trips and in the mountains, and it was really, really slushy, and their wipers stopped working. One guy said they stopped and bought a squeegee, and then they just took turns. So the driver would squeegee his window while they were driving, and then the passenger would reach out and squeegee his side of the window while they were driving. But then I heard from somebody else, same problem, and uh, these guys were using their heads. They just reached into the back seat into their gym bags, whatever they had with them, and they each put a sock on their hand. <laughs> And then while they were driving, they'd reach out the window with a sock hand and wipe it all off. Yeah, that's great. That's what you want to be doing when you're driving through those curvy mountain roads. Hey, the so-called loser lap was the Facebook of my high school years. We didn't have social media. You could meet up with some friends and wave or chat. It was an interaction with others without having to dedicate your evening to one group of friends or the other. 
It's how you got information because there was no texting or status updates. I liked it when I was growing up. That's a good way to look at the loser lap. Makes it seem really friendly. Oh, this was the best, though. I think this was your favorite, too. Garner and Bryce, I had an 88 Corolla. I had to wear a grocery bag on my right foot because my car leaked power steering fluid on my foot. <laughs> Angie. I just like to imagine Angie forgetting that she had a plastic grocery bag on her foot and getting out of her car and going to a job interview. I just love the vision of her. It's a Saturday morning in July. She's got her sundress on. Looking Go, good. Going to the farmer's market and then has to put the garbage bag on her foot to drive her car. Forgets about it, gets out, and is walking around, everyone looking at her funny. Yeah. Why are you buying organic tomatoes with a garbage bag on your foot, Angie? <laughs> Top-ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top-ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top-ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. We've been talking about the easiest money you ever earned. Maybe it was a lot of money, but you had to do a really dirty job. I don't know. But we called it easy money. I know. I hate it because it seems like so many people have tales of making gobs of cash for doing something weird or easy. I don't. I had to work hard for my cash. A lot of these were kind of gross, though, too. Oh, yeah. Some of them are disgusting. Uh, I put my sister's dirty belly button ring in my mouth for $10. Why? <laughs> I wouldn't do that for less than 15 Why would someone do that? And who, oh, who made that bet? And why would... Oh, man. There's so many things I hate about that. Uh, this is from Adam. A friend of mine in high school drank a bottle of Coke through a crusty gym sock. The sock wasn't his. Ew. <laughs> how much? Did, did it say how much? No, it doesn't say. Ugh. We used to do that thing where we had a, we had a contest where people in the end had to drink. If the winner drank beer out of an old shoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we never once cleaned the shoe. And by year five, six, that shoe that was sh rock hard. It was like somebody had sprayed the shoe with some sort of cement. It was disgusting. But people did it. Uh, easiest money I ever made was $1,000 for taking a tablespoon of Blair's Ultra Death Hot Sauce. Easy, but so, so painful. I have a video and a pic of the aftermath. Ha ha, Sydney. Well, that's gross, Sydney. If by aftermath you mean... Bathroom stuff? If it's a picture of you with like a swollen tongue and a red face, that's fine. But why would you take a picture of what I think you took a picture of? <laughs> that's gross. Uh, uh, easy money. It's one of those, again, I listen to some of these and I'm like, you're all fools. Somebody, we'll, sorry. But then we'll hear like the stories where people do nothing. Like they, one, one girl texted in and said that she did overnight nannying. So this one woman had kids. She worked overnights. So this person would come watch the kids, but they slept the whole time. Yeah. And get a hundred bucks a night. And she got a hundred bucks a night just to watch these kids kind of sleep. And that was her high school job. Man, that's sweet. Uh, someone on the phone? Easiest money? Yeah. We were, all, we were all out for wings, and my girlfriend said, I dare you. I, I, I dare you with $50 right now. She put it in my hand. She says, you have to chug ranch. So, hang on. You were out for wings, and your friend said, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can chug. How much ranch did you have to drink? Um, Like one giant shooter. I was like, done. Oh, I could do that I it. easily. And then I would even put my finger in there and clean out the rest of it. That'd be I, easy. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was shocked. I'm like, why? Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. 50 bucks. We, a guy texted earlier and said that his sister once paid him 
to drink a wine glass full of gravy. Well, yeah, yeah, I heard that. I would do that, too. Easy, easy. How much, if I offered you $50 to drink, say, a glass of dirty dishwater? No, that's where, no, that's uh, that's a no deal. Okay, good to know. Yeah. (laughs) So, Bryce, you're sitting there making the yucky face, but if somebody, I would pay people $50 to just let me drink ranch without judgment and ridicule. I think it's one of those things, like, I love ranch. I love them on my wings. I love them on my pizza. Yeah. But if you could put a shot glass in front of me and are like, down this, I'd be like, you got it. I would get halfway through, and I just feel like the regret would be immediate and severe. But that she she only drank a shot of ranch. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah, it's probably not that bad. I like that she draws the line at aquarium water, though. No, dirty dishwater. <laughs> That's what... Would you drink aquarium water? Get her back on the phone. Ooh. What's your story of easy money? The easiest money I made was I was a nanny in New Zealand, and this woman had just moved there from Australia, and she paid me to be her nanny, but she also just basically paid me to be her friend because she would just stay at home the whole time, so it would just be me and her and the kid, and we'd just hang out and chill, and she'd take me for coffee after the kids went to bed, she'd be like, do you want some wine? Do you want to go smoke a joint? And I'd be like, okay, thanks, lady. 20 bucks an hour. Did you ever feel dirty taking that money? No, like her kid when we were alone, her kid was like not difficult, but like a typical two-year-old kind of spoiled little girl. So it was hard. And like, but it was like they would invite me, she would invite me for their family movie night. And it'd be like, come and we're going to like rent a movie and eat sushi and then the kids are going to go to bed. And like, I wouldn't really do anything, but, you'd but get she would paid. still pay me. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Like that was weird. But like there are other times, like every, all of the other times were fine. It was just like, sometimes it was like, I'm just coming to hang out and be friends, but okay, sure. Pay me. That's just weird. Weird isn't the right word. Uh, maybe she thought she was sad. calling in for. Maybe she thought she was calling in for the saddest money you ever made. Man, just being paid basically to hang out with someone. Well, and two, like stay watching a movie with her and her husband, and then like, do you do that weird, uncomfortable bell hop thing where he's not leaving your room and waiting for a payment? Yeah, maybe just rubbing his fingers, like in oh. Home Alone 2. <laughs> exactly like Home Alone 2. Yeah. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Garner, we're both men who like to travel and see the world sometimes. Oh, we sure are. We have these huge expectations in our mind. We're going to go on this amazing trip, see these incredible sights that we wanted to see our whole lives. But then you get there, and you're like, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> I recently walked across the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Okay. Started on one side. I walked to the other side. But the whole time I was walking across the Golden Gate Bridge, I was being watched. But they have guards in like little golf cart things that go back and forth over the bridge. Ooh, is it for the reason I think it is? I think it might be for the reason you're thinking it is. Yeah. But size and me, it kind of made it uncomfortable. I'm glad I got to walk from one side of the Golden Gate to the other and back again. But at the same time, it was a little uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, a lot of people say the um, most overrated tourist attraction, the Mona Lisa. I've heard that because apparently it's way smaller than you think it is. It's and like it's, the size of 
It's like a sheet of paper. Isn't this it? piece of paper right here. Yeah, it's like a, well, it comes out of a computer printer. Eight and a half by eleven. Yeah. Maybe it's even smaller than I don't. I've never seen it. But a buddy of mine just went there, and he said, "Yeah, they waited for hours, and then they usher you into this room, and there's like 400 other people in the room, and everybody's trying to take a picture. So you're staring at the backs of other people's phones, or worse, iPads. Oh, people who take pictures on iPads. <laughs> so they never look good. No, I would still like to see it, but I would like a private showing of the Mona Lisa, and I would like it brought to my hotel room. Yeah, in you know, like in Canada. Yeah, I don't have to travel overseas. Oh no, that. I don't want to go there. <laughs> no, I want them to bring it here. I've heard that though. That yeah, it's super. It's way tinier than you think, and just the, there's never not a huge crowd. Yeah, around this thing, which would get old for me. I think it was uh, Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Oh, people are like Fremont Street's incredible. I had the best nights on Fremont. That's where you want to go. Then I get there and I'm like, this place sucks. All the hotels are dirty. <laughs> Everyone there is just. You think it's going to be cheaper too when you go over to Fremont. You yeah. think for some reason you're going to find the 50 cent or $1 beer. Those don't exist in Vegas anymore. No, they don't. And like the luxury clearly is on the strip because I don't know if you've been in the Golden Nugget. It's not that great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? One that I think about too, and I need to preface this by saying one of my all-time favorite books, and I've read it several times, is The Diary of Anne Frank, Diary oh of a Young Girl. Oh, no. And I would love to go to that house to go see where, you know, where this diary, where she was living while she was writing this amazing book. But I feel like, you know, you go to the Grand Canyon, for instance, you're standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and you're there for like seven minutes. You're like, okay, I've seen enough Grand Canyon. And you turn on your heels and go back to your rental car. You can't do that when you travel to the home of Anne Frank. Because if you walked in there and turned around five or seven minutes later to leave, people would go, what a douchebag. <laughs> like, no respect for what went on in this house. And to me, the house where she lived wasn't even a house. It was a portion of a house. It was like four or 500 square feet. I don't need four or five hours to see four or 500 square feet. Right. So what is the, maybe that's the question we should be asking is how long should you stay at a tourist attraction when you've traveled a great distance? I know it's rough, especially when you get there excited and then you're immediately underwhelmed. Yeah. You're like, do I put in the FaceTime to pretend I'm into this? <laughs> Like Fremont Street, where I'm like, oh, I took a cab here? Yeah. How long do I have to stay here for? Because I hate it. I think you, when I just thought of, I remember you telling the story, weren't you in New York and you went to where John Lennon was shot? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, so <laughs> and it's just, it was in New York City and I was on top of one of those, those open deck buses. Mm -hmm. And it was just my wife and I. It was just a crappy day. And it was the tour guide and my wife and I sitting on top of this bus and then we pull up in front of the Dakota where John Lennon lived and was killed. And I didn't know, I wasn't aware that we were in front of the Dakota yet. It was just another beautiful apartment building in Manhattan. And the tour guy goes, okay, go down the stairs and go stand on that. See that section of sidewalk, right? There? Just go stand right there. I can't remember if he was taking our picture or what. And we're both standing down there looking up, up at him. And he's like, that's where John Lennon died. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> and how long do you admire that hunk of sidewalk? It just felt dirty to be standing on it. <laughs>
That's so weird. It was weird. But afterwards, it was kind of cool. I was standing in front of the Dakota. Yeah, sure. There's yeah, some. There's always a weird interest and stuff like that. That one requires a heads up. Yeah, yeah, that one deserves a little... Hey, before you get down there, just so you know. That's where John Lennon died. Yeah, maybe wipe the smile off your face. Uh-huh. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a uh, special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song. 